everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. And now it's time for a couple of birthday shout-outs. First of all, we have May from New Jersey, and she loves books and reading, writing, art, superheroes, theater, math, science, coding, and her little sister Millie. Oh, and she loves eating raviolis. I hope you had an amazing birthday yesterday, May. Next up, we have Riker, who is turning seven today, and she lives in Oklahoma City. She loves flamingos and wants to be a scientist when she grows up. Happy birthday, Riker! When you live in Sydney, Australia, you're never too far away from a beach. Which was just the way Adam and his sister Hazel liked it. They loved to play on the golden sands and splash in the beautiful blue waters. But they also liked to explore. They enjoyed walking along the seashore, where the sea met the land, looking to see if any unusual objects had been washed up. One day, while they were doing this, they walked a little further than they normally did. They were too focused on looking at the ground to notice how far they'd come. Hey, look at this, said Hazel, bending down to pick up an unusual shell. This is so pretty. But Adam didn't answer straight away. He was only now realizing just how far they'd walked. Hazel, I think we ought to head back before anyone worries about us. Oh, said Hazel, looking around them at the empty beach. We've walked too far. There is nobody here. Yes, there is, corrected Adam. Look, there is a man with a big hat coming this way. They soon realized that he wasn't a particularly tall man. As he got closer, they could see he wasn't even as tall as Hazel, who was nearly six years old, and most of his height was accounted for by his great big hat. Is that a pirate hat? asked Hazel, squinting. It sure looks like one, admitted Adam. He could make out a skull and crossbones stitched on it. Ahoy there, said the little figure. Lovely day for a bit of beach combing, isn't it? See here, I found a bottle with a message inside it. He held up the bottle and gave it a wiggle so Adam and Hazel could see. But neither of them paid the bottle any attention at all. They were too busy staring at the pirate. He was covered in dark fur with a wide mouth and plenty of whiskers. You're a Tasmanian devil, said Adam out loud before he could help himself. The pirate looked very pleased to hear this. Oh, glad you noticed, young man. Captain Hobart's the name. But, said Hazel, staring at the huge hat, you're also a pirate? That's right, said Captain Hobart. Got me own ship and everything. But what are you doing here? asked Adam, somewhat confused. I told you, beach combing. Like what's you two is doing, said the captain, before holding up the bottle again and giving it another wiggle. So, about me bottle. What about it? 
asked Hazel, noticing the message inside it for the first time. Well, said the captain, there be a message in here, and I'd like to find out what it says. But see here, there be a cork stuck in the top, and I'll be blowed, but I can't be getting it off. It's stuck, wedged right in place it is. I'll have a go, said Adam helpfully. He took a hold of the cork and pulled and he tugged and he strained with all his might. But the cork just wouldn't budge. Let me try, suggested Hazel. And so Adam passed the bottle to her. She took a hold of the cork and pulled and it popped right out. Hurrah, cheered Captain Hobart. What amazing muscles you both have. That was a team effort. He took the bottle back from Hazel and carefully pulled out the piece of paper. Is it a message? asked Adam hopefully. Nope, replied the pirate. Is it a treasure map? asked Hazel excitedly. Nope, repeated the pirate. But I was secretly hoping it was. Then what is it? asked Adam. It be a shopping list, said the captain, sounding disappointed. Hazel was having none of it, though. She still thought it was exciting. Well, what does it say? Captain Hobart lifted the piece of paper up in front of him and read, One pretty shell, two coconuts, three feathers. That's a funny shopping list, said Adam. Oh, but look! said Hazel, suddenly very excited indeed. I've already found a pretty shell. And she held out the shell she'd picked up moments ago. Perfect, boomed Captain Hobart. We can crush that one off already. But what about the other things on the list? Asked Adam. Where will we find coconuts? Oh, that's easy, smiled the captain. Come on, follow me. We'll sail there on my ship. Moored up in a nearby cove was one of the smallest pirate ships Adam or Hazel had ever seen. It was half the size of the ones they'd seen in movies. Much to Adam and Hazel's delight, the entire crew was made up of quokas, a small and extremely cute relative of kangaroos and wallabies. The only member of the crew that wasn't a quoka was the first mate. She was a wombat. Welcome aboard, said the wombat. My name's Adele. After she'd been introduced to Adam and Hazel, she turned to the captain and asked, Where to, Captain? Set sail for Diggity Duggity Island, Adele, the captain replied. Aye, aye, said the wombat, and began ordering the quokas about to get them underway. Adam and Hazel were excited to be on a real pirate ship even if it was only a half-sized one. They watched as the anchor was pulled up, the sails unfurled, and the ship began to move out into the deeper water. What do you suppose is Diggity Duggity Island, Adam? asked Hazel as they watched the water rush by below. Well, I'm supposing it'll be something off the shopping list, said Adam. We'll just have to wait and see. But they didn't have to wait long. Land ahoy! shouted a quoker up in the rigging a short time later. Ah, oh, here we are, said Captain Hobart, bounding up to the ship's rail. Diggity Duggity Island! Sure enough, 
there was an island right before them, and it was quite possibly the smallest island Adam and Hazel had ever seen. It was just a small hump of sand sticking out of the ocean with one single solitary tree. Is that it? asked Hazel. It's not very big. Doesn't matter, said the captain proudly, patting his chest. You don't have to be big to be important. They dropped anchor nearby, and then two of the Quokka crew rowed Adam, Hazel, and the captain ashore. When they got to the island, there was barely enough room for all of them on it. Why are we here? asked Hazel. Because of what's up there, said the captain, pointing upwards. Adam and Hazel looked straight up, and there, near the top of the tree, were several very large, very blue coconuts. Are they supposed to be blue? asked Adam. Only the tastiest ones, replied the captain. Now, off you go, lad. Up you climb. Me? said Adam in alarm. I can't climb all the way up there. Sure you can, said the captain. You do it easily. Hazel looked up at her brother. Be careful, won't you, she said. Adam looked at the overhanging branches. I suppose if I fall, I'll probably land in the water anyway, he said, somewhat defeated. He started to climb. Up and up he went, until he was as high as the bright blue coconuts. He was just reaching out for the first one when he heard a voice beside his ear. <laughs> it coughed politely. Adam turned to see a bright red bird with long yellow tail feathers looking at him. May I ask, what exactly are you doing with my coconuts? Oh, I'm terribly sorry, said Adam, who was now blushing red with embarrassment. I had no idea they belonged to someone. Well, they do, said the bird. Me, to be precise. But I'm not an unfair bird. If you'd like to have one of my coconuts, you're just going to have to trade. Trade? asked Adam. Yeah, that's right, trade. You give me something and I'll give you a coconut, the bird explained. Oh, I see, said Adam except he didn't have anything to trade. All he had with him were the clothes he'd worn on the beach. I'm afraid all I can offer you are some kind words, said Adam. That's all I have. Very well, said the bird. What are they? Um, said Adam, thinking fast. Well, you're a very striking color red, possibly the best shade of red I've ever seen on a bird. Hi, thank you very much, said the bird, giggling. That's very kind of you. Do take a coconut. And those yellow tail feathers are simply the best tail feathers I've ever seen, added Adam. Oh, marvelous, giggled the bird some more. That's delightful to hear. Do take another coconut, won't you? Adam was just about to reach out for a coconut again, when he realized somebody had climbed up just beneath him. Hello, said Hazel, grinning broadly. Why, hello to you, little girl, said the bird. Do you want a coconut too? Oh no, we only need two coconuts. 
I was wondering if I could have a feather or three, said Hazel. Well, that's a surprise, admitted the bird. And do you have some kind words to trade too? Yes, nodded Hazel. I just wanted to say that from here, I think you've got the best view of the ocean I've ever seen. Hi, oh, simply delightful, trilled the bird. What a charming pair you both are. Was it three feathers you were after? By the time they got back on board the pirate ship, they had everything on the shopping list. Captain Hobart double-checked, just in case. So, he said, that's one pretty shell, two coconuts, and three feathers. That's it, we've got the lot. Well, that's all well and good, said Adam. But whose shopping list is it? It's mine, said a voice. Who said that, said Adelaide, the wombat turning in circles. But it was Hazel who spotted the source of the voice. Down in the water, beside the ship, was a mermaid. It was my shopping list, said the mermaid. Thank you so much for finding everything. No problem, boomed the captain happily. It's been great fun. Adam and Hazel passed down the objects to the mermaid, who took each one gratefully. And now, she said, I have something for you. She reached into her mermaid's purse and removed a large white pearl. There, she said, payment for a job well done. "'Treasure!' boomed Captain Hobart, looking immensely happy. Adam leant down and collected the pearl. Then, with a friendly wave, the mermaid disappeared into the ocean depths. Adam stood holding the pearl, not really sure what to do with it. "'How are we going to share this?' he asked. "'Hmm, good question,' answered the captain." How's about you give me the pearl and I'll let each of you choose something from my treasure room? What'd you say? This seemed fair enough, so Adam and Hazel went to have a look. Hazel chose a sparkling silver tiara, while Adam picked a pirate sword with a ruby on the hilt. Perfect, boomed the captain when he saw what they had chosen. Now I guess I ought to be getting used both back to the beach. Later, after the pirate ship had dropped them off, Adam and Hazel were retracing their steps along the seashore. Hazel was wearing her tiara, and it looked simply magnificent, while Adam had his sword dangling from a thick leather belt the captain had given him. Um, Hazel, how are we going to explain where we got a tiara and a pirate sword from? Adam asked. Oh yes, that's going to be tricky, isn't it? she admitted. I don't think anyone would believe us. Perhaps best if we tell everyone we found them on the sand, he suggested. Beachcombing, nodded Hazel. Yeah, we found them beachcombing, agreed Adam. So that's just what they did. The end. <laughs>